The face of Inspector John Burks purpled. For a moment he could only splutter an intermingling of oaths and incomplete sentences. "'You got the nerve to point that gun at me and tell me I'm not Burks. Malvern, grab that man. If you don't want to be back on the beat in the morning, Keegan, Connolly, don't just stand there like—like—' "'Malvern,' commanded X, and it was baffling to hear an exact echo of Burks's voice coming from the mouth of another. "'Take that man's gun.' He's Secret Agent X. No one else would have the nerve to stand there and tell me that he is Inspector Burks. Of the three detectives, not one made a move toward either of the twin inspectors. They were seeing double, and looked it. You're going to stand there and let this rank farce go on while the most dangerous man in New York sticks me up with a gun? roared Burks. By heaven, I'll prove I'm Burks. Connolly, you ask that damned impersonator what your first name is. He won't know, and I will. X realized that he was trapped. He hadn't the faintest idea what Connolly's first name was. He resorted to sheer bluff. He stepped within inches of the inspector and tilted his gun up at Burks's face. You drop that gun, Mr. X, he growled, or I'll feed you lead. A smile started spreading across the broad face of John Burks. Yeah? Well, you ought to point that gun of yours lower. That gun of yours, Mr. X, doesn't feed anybody lead. Burks's gun hand, that had been dangling at his side, still clenched over his weapon, came up fast. X knew in an instant that his gas gun would avail him nothing against Burks, for the inspector was holding his breath. When the shot from Burks's gun came, X swayed but inches to one side, turned as the bullet tore through his coat sleeve, and, falling to the floor on his side, fired a full charge of the anesthetizing vapor straight at the trio of wide-mouthed detectives who stood behind him. Instantly, Malvern pitched forward. Burks must have thought for a moment that his shot had gone wild and struck Detective Malvern, but he had little time to think or plant a bullet in secret H and X's body. X's legs swung up in a scissor hole that took Burks at the knees. Burks collapsed, shouting, grasping frantically at the air. X squirmed over, sprang to his feet, and streaked through the door. He came very near to knocking over a uniformed hotel chambermaid, who had evidently been listening at the door. Though he had only a fleeting glimpse of the girl's face as he flashed down the hall, that face was indelibly stamped on his memory. He had seen her somewhere before, and she had been wearing something quite different from the uniform of a Hotel Empire chambermaid. But there was not a moment to lose. That charge from his gas gun could not have rendered both Connolly and Keegan unconscious as well as Malvern. Then there would be Burks to reckon with, Burks, who was doubly dangerous because previous encounters had left him wise to many of the tricks which X resorted to. Down the hall, X saw the door of an elevator car sliding open. Behind the glass door of the cage, he could see a squad of men from police headquarters, print men, photographers, and other specialists, who had followed on the heels of Inspector Burks. It was then that X conceived an audacious little plan. With the real Inspector Burks almost at his heels, X leaped into the elevator in the midst of police officials whose promotion would have been immediate could they have knowingly laid their hands on Secret Agent X. "'Wrong floor!' he panted in the voice of John Burks. "'Next floor up. Make this thing move, operator!' The elevator boy slammed the door, pushed the starting lever. The police plied X with excited questions, ignoring entirely the fact that Burks or some other member of their own force was frantically thumbing the elevator signal bell on the floor below. As the car shot upwards, X's hand drove into the pocket of his coat. His fist came out tightly clenched over something. As the operator opened the door, 
X rapped out an order. Everyone stay in the car a minute. The secret agent stepped into the hall, but as he did so, his right fist shut out, knocking the elevator starting lever to the up position, and at the same time releasing a fragile glass capsule that he held in his hand. As the elevator shot upward, there was scarcely so much as a surprised exclamation from the men within the car. The glass capsule that X had smashed on the floor contained enough harmless anesthetizing vapor to render the men unconscious almost instantly. By now they were probably at the top of the building, where the safety device would stop the elevator, and Agent X was comparatively free to pursue his course of investigation. His first task was to get to Dr. Luigi's suite. It was the last place the police would expect to find the man they were hunting. In addition, the suave Italian doctor...